Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And this week we are talking about business partners. And we're going to share some of the things that we have learned over the years about who to look for in a business partner and who might not be the best fit as a business partner. And we'll discuss all that coming up. Being a photographer can be pretty isolating. We've created photo clubs so that you don't have to be alone. Head on over to the Might Sound Wild website and sign up today. Photo club includes regular meetups, get-togethers, education, and even preset releases. So sign up at mightsoundwild.co. Okay, so if, if that question has ever crossed your mind, should I take on a business partner, chances are you might see, I hope this doesn't sound like a negative way, I mean you might see some weaknesses in your own abilities to run a business. So speaking from my experience, I, first of all, I have to say, Ron and I didn't make a conscious decision to be business partners. It kind of came about naturally. It did. Um, thankfully, because we may not have seen that in each other at the time because Ron and I are very different. So, you know, now looking back at it, 10 years after I've met you, almost 11 years after I've met you. I believe so. I actually, I think, I think we're working on 12 now. Oh, gosh. Well. 12 years after I've gotten to know you. I think it'll be 12 this fall. <laughs> wow, wow, I think wow. it was I think it was fall of 2010 when you first signed up as a photographer for Shore Shooters. Yeah, it definitely was 2010. Um, I remember taking some shoots in the summer and the nature. We've talked about our um, friendship and business, you know, relationship throughout the podcast on several episodes and how it formed and how it started. But looking back at it now, I never remember having a thought. It took years to in, be ingrained into my brain that we made good business partners. Yeah. And so I hope this episode will encourage you to think outside of the box when it comes to business to to a business partner. Because if you have seen a weakness, as I'm referring to, in your own abilities to run a business, ask yourself, write those down. What? Where do you fall short? And when I say fall short, I mean what do you hate doing? What do you avoid in your business? What's some of the things that you feel like um, you wish you had help with or someone else may do do that um, with ease? And yeah. that is a huge um, source of help to me is that every single thing that I was avoiding in my own business, meaning I just didn't even want to address it, look into it. Um, these things come completely natural to Ron. Yeah, that's the great thing about our partnership is we sort of specialize in different aspects of running the business, and we both just kind of stay in our own lane, and we stay out of each other's way. I work more on the financial search engine optimization, that kind of stuff, and then I leave all of the creative stuff up to you. And that's why in our partnership, there is very little conflict because when it comes to the creative side of the business, I just stay away from it and leave it up to you. Yeah. You don't you don't stress out about um, how the scheduling system is working and that kind of stuff, because mm -hmm. you leave all of that up to me. Exactly. And and in in our opinion, that's the best kind of partnership to have. And I think a lot of times there are a lot of people who make the mistake 
of just um, saying, well, I don't want to be in this all alone. I need somebody to help with the financial burden. There's a number of different reasons as to why people would take on a business partner, but you have to kind of analyze that and say, is it really worth it? And what kind of conflict could come up in the future if I become exactly. a partner with this person? That's and I think I kind of jumped the gun right out of the gate going, hey, make a list of the things that you fall short with or that you need help with. I got so excited. I just fired off like this is what I have found. It's like I fast forwarded through years and years of you and I kind of establishing these roles as before we even became business partners, it was already forming. It That's was already in place. That's the thing. Before you even became a partner in Shore Shooters and before we even created Mountain Escape, we were already sort of operating as partners mm -hmm. back then. Even back when you were an employee, I didn't worry about the creative side because that's April's department. And yeah. that's, but that's a good point that you make about looking at what you need help with. To mm -hmm. determine, one, whether or not you need a business partner, and number two, who is going to be that business partner? Because I know that most of our listeners are photographers. So I would say the biggest thing, if you're a photographer and you're wanting to take on a business partner, you need to look at, okay, so are we both the ultra creative types? who right. aren't really good business people because there's no point in taking on a business partner if both of you specialize in the creative side and neither one of you are very good at the business side of things because you're still going to be missing something. So if you're a photographer and you're going to take on a business partner, you need to find somebody who is the opposite of you. I can give some practical examples too. If say, as, so say there's a certain um, task like paying sales tax or balancing, you know, your numbers, the checkbook, say you re you really put that off. You just hate it every month come tax reporting day or whatever you yeah. like, feel like it's like nails on a chalkboard. You're just trying to do anything but that. Um, that is a sign that you hate this aspect of your business. You don't. Yeah. Want so to don't do take it. on a business partner who is exactly like you on that kind of stuff. Exactly, because there are people out there that actually kind of like the, this sort of thing. So sure. I think that took me a lot of years to understand too, because in my twenties it was hard for me to fathom. I only knew myself and how I operated. I spent a lot of years getting to know you, Ron, and how you operated. And once it clicked for me what you enjoyed doing, yeah, then I was able to embrace the fact that we were going to be great partners. Because if you're just basing your decision on personality and uh, is this person like my same, say, go back to the photographer thing. Is this person my same style? You know, they shoot like me. Yeah, um, that's well, I wouldn't advise that either. Right. And I think that's going to lead to conflict, too. If yeah. you take on a business partner who is exactly like you, 
I think there's going to be some conflict in the future mm -hmm. because Absolutely. say right now you're starting out and both of you are shooting the same style. Your, your work looks the same. So what happens if one of the two partners says, Hey, we need to change up our style. And the other mm -hmm. one doesn't want to change up the style because back to being photographers, photography is a constantly changing world. And yes. so that's why I bring up the example. If one wants to change up the style, the other one doesn't want to, then you're going to have conflict. Also, if you're wedding photographers, I would really advise you not to seek someone who shoots just like you, because when I was in the wedding industry, I remember it being so ta like so hard on me that I had to go and do certain parts of the day. For example, I was very documentary style and really enjoyed kind of just being behind the scenes and catching moments as they happened. But I needed a partner who could take the list of family portraits, go gather everyone and have them, you know, just stand in a line and take those formal portraits sure. and needed someone who could do, um, you know, certain situations, um, during the reception and getting ready. So you, you almost uh, would be better off. I, I'd say 99% sure that you'd be better off seeking a photographer with the opposite approach on a wedding day as you. So that, oh, yeah. that way you guys are covering in all the gaps. Cause listen, you're going to bring it all together in the post-production. You're going to edit, you're going to put it all together toward the client as just having this really well-rounded package of you know, documentary style and formal portraits all on their wedding day, which all bride and grooms pretty much want that. Parents want that. So I would definitely advise seeking someone who has a different approach to photography, a, a different style of shooting. Um, of course, you set those terms of make sure they're raw, do or do not use flash, you know, things that you can control so that it does fit your brand. I know that's a big concern for photographers. A lot of people are like, when do I take on an associate photographer versus an actual business partner? Right. And there's a huge difference. There is a very big difference. But I want to go back to what you said about having somebody who was sort of uh, the opposite style of you. And I think that was sort of where things got rolling with us uh, way before we became business partners, because back when you first started as a photographer for me. I've just never been the type to keep up with photography trends and styles and all of that kind of stuff. And so my style of photography was not evolving. And but you did have a lot of clients. A I lot did have a lot of clients, but that goes back to me being the business person mm -hmm. and you being the photographer, because when you came along, and I saw that the team was going to grow. I realized, okay, she keeps up with what's going on in photography. She keeps up with the trends. She keeps up with the changing styles. I don't do that. So when it comes to growing a team, I need her to be in charge of growing the team to make sure that the photographers are keeping up. So that was that was sort of what started things with us was you being the complete opposite kind of photographer from what I am. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a moment when we were um, in those first couple of years of me just shooting for shore shooters. Um, 
I remember seeing your methods. Um, I can't remember. I think we did. It was primarily print orders and maybe flash drives back then. It was right before digital downloads were like a main thing. Yeah. And I remember watching the way that it came so easy to you to fulfill print orders and send people there. I know that sounds kind of like a silly, easy thing, but that was not easy to me. Being disciplined enough to fulfill a print order in my own business that I had before I met you, or I was actually still kind of halfway running when I was shooting with you, um, taking time to mail, to literally take a flash drive to the post office yep. was like so hard for me. I would ride around with stuff like that in my car for a week. So my customer service, um, well, for me, it's just lacking. for me, it was just the opposite, because back in those days, if I didn't have to make a trip to the post office, I felt lost. Right. <laughs> right. That was just now, the way I was. And now I see that. And I think there, there could have even been times where we were struggling to understand one another early on. And oh, yeah. So we won't sit and pretend like it's always been easy and rosy. We, we've gotten to a place in our lives now in our partnerships where, like you were saying, we stay in our own lane and we understand um, what each other brings to the business. It wasn't always exactly like that. And I think looking back on it now, number one, it probably did have to do with our differences. But number two, it could have had to do with our um, age difference because I think so. You, you met me at such a young, I was in my twenties and it takes, when you lack experience in life, uh, things come with that. Um, you don't understand how other people operate. So therefore you're right. not, you're not as understanding. You, um, you may lack um, security and confidence and things like that to do what you do and let the other person do what they do. Oh, sure. So it, I think it kind of, you know, thank God we were able to stick it out and push through and get to know each other the way that we do now because it's made all the difference in the world to be sitting in a place now of being able to sit on this podcast right now and tell you we recommend you seeking a business partner that is very different than you in yes. personality and behavior and everything. So find the opposite of yourself if you're going to have. They a always business say partner. opposites attract and yeah, business. It, that that applies for it, it applies to business as well. All right, it, I've got a couple more things that I want to bring up as far as what I think. Now these are just our opinions. But a couple of other things that I think are no-nos when it comes to having a business partner. And we'll get into those coming up. Hey guys, it's Brianna LaCosta. I'm the social media manager for Mountainscape, Shore Shooters, and Might Sound Wild. I want to invite you to stay connected with us. We post regularly and we want to see you interact with us. You can find Shore Shooters and Mountainscape through Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Might Sound Wild on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube. All right, back talking about business partners again, and I'm going to give you another example of what I think you probably should not do in business, and I've seen this several times uh, in photography, where a group of photographers all get together. We're talking like three, five, sometimes even more photographers all get together and say, Let's form a business together. <laughs> and I think that is a problem. And and I'll tell you one of the one of the things, I'm gonna go back to one of our previous experiences. 
April, you and I were in business with another photographer at one point. And I remember us having a conversation one time where all three of us said that we felt like we were the the weak link in the business. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I think that can happen when you get too many people in a business. Mm-hmm. Is well, To expand on that, not to uh, hurt anyone's feelings if, they're, if they've thought of that, that makes zero sense financially. Well, yeah. Yeah, you better um, be making a if you're going to if you're going to split the money five different ways, you better be making a whole lot of money. If yeah. you want anybody to make a living off of it. We kind of um are on the path of we'd rather employ people to do a certain job. Yeah. Um in case they um, you know, they're not in it for the long haul. Life changes happen, you know, moves, uh, you know, things come up and I couldn't imagine having to deal with the legality of changing or removing a partner versus just having to have someone quit or let them go as an employee. Sure, sure. It seems kind of kind of silly to me. Um, I, I would not, my brain could not be wrapped around having more than one partner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's hard enough with just the two of us. <laughs> now, another another big one. What about having a spouse as your business partner? I was wondering if you were going to bring that up because I, I was sitting here thinking during this conversation, pros and cons. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'd say pro. Uh, you could possibly be bringing your entire income into one household. Well, yeah. Con, if your business goes south, you both are losing income. Or if your if your marriage goes south. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have heard of that. People getting divorced. It does. And still it does happen. It, it, th- yeah. Some people can make that work. I have yeah. seen that happen where uh, a couple starts a business together, they get divorced, and they just say. Okay, this business has nothing to do with our marriage, so we're going to keep maintaining the business even though we're no longer a couple. And yeah. uh, that's that's something you got to think about if you're Yeah. if you're going to be think, business partners. I think you can definitely your- make it work as a married couple if you follow a lot of guidelines. Um, you know, Walt and I work together or he works for us, Ron, and yeah. Um, for the most part, it's pretty simple for us to separate home life and work life. Oh, sure. For the most part. Sure. Um, we kind of have designated times around work. He kind of works at a different time of day than I do. And if we are working at the same time, we're in totally different parts of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we kind of learned. I mean, it's not always easy, but if you are actual partners, you better be kind of what we're saying. You better be strong where the other one's weak and vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? To, I have to mention this since I get an opportunity to bring this okay. up. Okay. My grandparents were business partners um, after their children started to grow up and move out. My grandfather started a pest control business. I've brought that up on the podcast before. He had spent years working for a major company that he left. My grandmother had worked in a factory all of the um, time of bringing up the kids. So they decided to go after it. And my mom tells me stories of, First of all, I remember as a young kid, my grandmother cooking for all the employees for lunch. They came oh, yeah. in, yeah. ate, 
um, my mom told me that in the early days of it, that my grandmother was the one on the phone, going through the phone book, calling every single person that lived in the town sure, to, to bid for their business. Yeah. So she yeah. was the one that kind of really got it off the ground while he was out doing the actual job. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing relationships nowadays, <laughs> but I feel like when we're talking about your grandparents, uh -huh. we're talking about a generation that worked a little harder to make relationships work than relationships today. And yeah. and I'm not just saying that about your generation. I'm saying that about my generation, too, because just about everybody I know who is my age has been divorced multiple times, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. myself included. So, you know, <laughs> it's uh, I'm not not criticizing anybody else because I'm right there in the same boat. Both of us have been divorced. I so. definitely think there you make a pros and cons list like you know, pros, you're in the same household, you're doing whatever it takes to make it work. Con, you're in the same household, meaning silly things like your internet goes down or a natural disaster well, like yeah. a hurricane comes, your business is down. You don't have anyone exactly. to rely on yeah. that doesn't it, live in your home. Yeah, if, you, if you're doing a high-volume business and you're running it from your home and your spouse is your business partner and your home is your office, uh, you might want to... You might want to have a backup location just in case, like you said, you know, power outage, natural disaster, something like that, um, or figure out some kind of a way to where you can. Um, and, and what about vacations? Right. If you're a couple and you take a week vacation and the two of you are the entire business, what's going to happen to that business while you're uh, off in Cancun or wherever for a week? So, yeah, something else to think about. Did you have another or no, no? I think that I uh, think that just about covers it. Uh, any more from you? I just thought that to wrap it up, we could talk about say you are ready to take on a business partner. You've established that you need help in certain you know, aspects or you personally know someone that you can trust that brings more to the table that's going to help your business grow. You've made that decision. You're committing to it. I would say the first thing you need to do is make it legal. Um, yeah. You, you need to think about that other person in the event that something could happen to them. That's a hard thing to think about. Um, that is a that is another good point. And we have had discussions about this before as well of mm -hmm. what happens if and and we even have a partnership agreement written up that um if something happens to one of us the other one of us gets everything gets the whole business so um, you have to think about your future plans too you can add that to it do you guys agree on what's going to happen in the future like, are you guys, when you're at the age that you might not be actively working anymore, do you guys have the same opinion about how the business should go on without you? Um, you need to have a game plan for resolving conflict. Um, and I'd, I'd say my number one advice on that is whenever you and your partner are like rubbing each other the wrong way, say it's communication, a difference of opinion, I'd say the plan would be um, to take a few minutes to blow off your, take a whole day to yeah. think about the conflict before you approach the other person. Don't yeah. bring your um, hostility into a situation because 
you know, when you own a business, it becomes very personal. Finances oh, sure. are personal. They are. Um, these kinds of things can make you be um, in close proximities with someone who's not your spouse or your family. Um, and essentially, you know, Ron and I've said we've become family over all these years because we know each other's finances inside and out. So yeah. the last bit of advice that I would give is just make sure it is fair and 50-50. Ron and I never have to, one thing we've never had to deal with is to sit there and be envious of the other person because of what they draw from the business or gain from it. Because we oh, yeah. have it very, you know, everything is 50-50. It's split, it's legal, um, it's legit. We, you know, that, that'll bring a lot of yeah. confidence. Yeah, you, you, know how, you know how much money I make because you make the same amount. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I yeah, have to we, lean on you all the time for advice. And, you know, one of the things I've, uh, that I love about Ron, what he brings to the business is all the stuff that I was saying is difficult for me. And that carries over into my personal life sometimes. There's time where oh, I've yeah. had to call him and go, oh, how do you recommend I get out of this uh, situation or this debt or this? And, you know, that, yeah. that can help. Even sending so. me screenshots of Instagram messages uh, when somebody, a scammer, was impersonating <laughs> one of your family members. And, hey, is this a scam or what? So, so, yeah, that would be my best advice is make sure that whoever you're going to go into business with is a friend. Yeah. Uh, that's and, – and the thing is that can backfire sometimes. Because mm -hmm. if things get tense in the business, it could destroy a friendship. Um, yeah. But I still think that the person that you need to be in business with needs to be a friend. And other people might say the opposite of that. A lot of people mm -hmm. might say, don't be friends with your business partner. But we're mainly basing all this on what has worked for us. Yeah. And so... Uh, take any of this information however you want to take it. Uh, we're just telling you what has worked for us. And uh, I'll tell you this, since we have been business partners, we have become much closer friends mm -hmm. than we were before we were business partners. We've been through so much, you know. We have. Uh, COVID, growth, shutdowns, growth. I think that was, I think COVID was something that really grew our friendship. Mm -hmm. So we had to rely uh, on each other. So we much. were relying on each other, and so. And I have uh, to tell you, if some, if anyone were asking me right now, well, do you recommend it? I would say one hundred percent yes. I recommend having a business partner. Yeah, just be careful about who you decide to have as a business mm -hmm. partner. Yes, that's, exactly. That's the most important thing. And going back, I want to say again what we said at the very beginning: make sure that it's somebody whose strengths is something that is your weakness. Yep. So in other words, look at yourself and say, what part of running this business am I not going to be good at? And then make sure your business partner strives and is really good at the stuff that you're not good at. Yes. And remember, when you're choosing that person that's so different than you in those, those respects, more than likely they're going to be different than you, period. Oh, yeah. Like if they possess those qualities, they, chances are they are very different personality type than you. Oh, so yeah. Can yeah. You, uh, can you roll with that? Can you embrace it? Can you be, you know, can you uh, thrive because you're like, yeah, 
you know, if you're a personality type that likes to surround yourself with people just like yourself, you might yeah. find this challenging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And since you bring that up there, yeah, there are things that you're going to have to adjust to as far mm -hmm. as dealing with this business partner, because um, I, I'll tell you, you know, I'm one of these who's constantly checking my email just because that's the the business, the numbers, the, you know, schedule related person. That's just the way I am. I've got to be checking my email regularly. And um, you don't always check your email. And so, but it's one of those things that I've just accepted that, you know, that's, that's who she is. And that's the, the way that where her brain is wired different than mine. Mm -hmm. So, so you just have to accept that kind of stuff that the person that you go into a business partnership with, they may not check their email as often as you do. They might, they might not answer the phone every time you call them. And, but, but <laughs> they might just... take a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, just, uh, just, just understand that if your business partner is the opposite of you, there are going to be little things that you're going to have to adjust to. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the way we are. We've and come to accept it. each other's differences. Yeah. It'll be worth it. It to... will have that yeah exactly. it will it will all right well i hope this advice helps you make sure that you subscribe to our podcast and uh leave us a rating and uh give us your comments uh, you can find both of us on instagram or on the might sound wild instagram and uh send us a message if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover on a future episode and maybe we'll get to it on the might sound wild podcast talk to you again next wednesday